Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the fascinating tale of Lieutenant Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two women from the planet of Cassandra, and all the things they discovered after the war. Last time, Sophie found herself on the wrong side of a court-martial, and Jane took a journey from Campania to meet with Agent Blanc. A very special thanks to premium patrons Cece Fong, Finley Stout, and Anonymous, who helped make this episode possible. This is episode 16, Bad Idea. Let us begin. I told you there aren't any bugs. I'm just saying Blanc is a snake, so let's double check. I'm going to go look at the light fixture. It's not like I have a security deposit, but if you tear apart... Overrun by hundreds and hundreds of killer bees. Well, this is depressing. Of course it's depressing. It's a safe house. They don't paint them sunshine yellow. How was it? Seeing Blanc. Great. Really? Obviously, it wasn't great. He represents more or less the worst year of my life, and he's a horrible person to spend half an hour with full stop. God, I wish I'd known it was that fuck weasel tailing me. Yeah, well, I don't think he wanted you to see him. Was it useful, at least? I... I got something out of him. He told me what happened to Rowley. What did... Wait, you you look like you're about to keel over. Come on, sit down. You know the official story. She died of a heart attack. She was old. She was stressed beyond reason. She couldn't survive being arrested in the middle of the war. Did you believe it? At the time, yeah. That's what Reina Valencia told us. Plus it was on the news all the time, in the briefings... But looking at you right now, I'm guessing that's not what happened. I never believed it. I never... She was the strongest woman alive. She was so smart. Uh, Of course I didn't think it was a coincidence. She invented Pasithea. She decided what we had to do with it. Isabel Rowley didn't die of a heart attack. You think, what, someone got rid of her? Wouldn't it make more sense to parade her in front of the whole PSA like a war criminal? Like, oops, sorry, it was all her idea. I don't know. She... She was better at this than I am. Than Allegros or Costa or any of the rest of us are. Maybe they were worried she could explain things better than we could. Maybe they just didn't want to see what she would do next. What did Blanc tell you? She took... I I don't know if she took it or if it was given to her, but he told me that after the armistice, she was dosed with Pasithea. She's alive. Or... She's sort of alive. Her entire personality was erased. Her memories, her history, her... Self. He said he's seen her. He said she's... Where is she now? He wouldn't tell me. 
I think he only told me as much as he did because he wanted to gloat. He told you to hurt you. Yes. Did it hurt you? Obviously. She... She'd rather be dead. I know she'd rather be dead. And you... I'm only asking because it's Blanc. You believe him? I'm not stupid. I know he could be lying to me, but why would he lie about this? I don't know. Maybe because he's a creep who will do anything to get under your skin? You're his unfinished business. Maybe he wants you back on Cassandra and dangling Rowley like bait is the best he can come up with. Yeah, he, he didn't say it, but... If she is alive and I actually pull this off and I can reverse the damage that she did that happened to her... God, I'm sorry. I I can't talk about this right now. I, I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to do this with you. Um, you... You've had such an awful week. You are right about that. And I'll drop it if you want to drop it, but... Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'll be okay. Are you? Well, uh, let's see. I'm a lieutenant again, which I haven't been since the second year of the war. Everyone I've ever met is calling me and leaving me these pitiful messages like I would ever choose to spend my time reassuring any of them. I'm stuck here until God knows when in this safe house, and the sonics in the shower barely work. Like, look at that plant. I'm pretty sure it's fake. Why would they bother to put a fake plant in a safe house? To feel like home? Fuck that. And to top it all off, my birthday is the day after tomorrow, and it's not like I thought I was going to have a major blowout, but I at least thought I'd still be a captain for it. Wow. Uh, Happy birthday, I guess. You are way too early, as usual. Hold that thought. Okay, fine. I'll I'll call you the day after tomorrow. How long are you here? I mean, I have work tomorrow. In Campania. Uh, so I really shouldn't be here right now. I'm glad you are. Do you know when you go back? No, it's basically subject to the requirements of the service out here. So, for tonight, I'm a free woman. Too bad I showed up. Or you could do some early birthday celebration. Yeah, that's right. Just me, a vat of fondue, 16 bendy straws, and nowhere to go. I guess you had a birthday or two in solitary. Any advice? Well, first of all, you're not in solitary, so maybe call some of your friends back. Also, it it's fine to feel bad. Sometimes there's no way around it. Well, I could try flying over it, but they took my ship. Hey, stop joking. It's just me. Yeah. I think part of it is realizing just how much I loved the stuff like... (laughs) I mean, there were posters of me looking super hot. That was fun. So, I've been thinking about that. And also, (laughs) I... (laughs) The world really is upside down. I'm a lieutenant, and here we are together in a room again, and I guess I'm just... So, one of the things I can't stop thinking about is that the last time we were together like this, on a couch like this, at night, alone, you almost kissed me? (laughs) Uh, that that is not what happened. 
you almost kissed me. You, you, you were touching my hair, and I thought we weren't talking about this. Relax, it's just me. Oh my god, you can't even handle one conversation about something serious when I'm actually in the room? Do, do you want to buy me a drink and tell me about your spaceship, too? You'd be surprised how often that actually works. I think about that night a lot. Not just how it would have been if you hadn't stolen my comms, but, you know, how it would have been if I just pulled myself together and... It wouldn't have made a difference. No? No. Obviously not. I, we, we don't live on the same planet. I work for the PSA and your cat... You... You work for the Crown. Sorry. But th- but that's not it. The, the, there's... The truth is that we have too much history, and there's only so much that can flow under a bridge before it's underwater, and I just think one of us has to be adult about this. One of us has to be adult about this. Yes. What are you... (laughs) This is still a bad idea. Does it feel like a bad idea? I, I don't... That's not... That's beside the the point. Uh, I just need to be reasonable f- for a minute. I'm reasonable for a minute. So, <laughs> can can you just yeah, one second? One second. have you down as a Lily Gilder fan. Shut up. She's good. She doesn't have to be a good person to make good music. So, that's what this is. Don't laugh. Don't make fun. (laughs) That's not fair. Stop singing. Stop making it good. (laughs) Can't stop now. It's officially our song. Got it. 
you sleep with a girl and she imprints on the first pop song to rear its mediocre head. <laughs> Years from now, you're going to hear the summer's hottest breakup song and think of me. <laughs> Those are just the rules. <laughs> oh my god. What? Nothing, it's just... I never in a million years thought you'd be this good at pillow talk. I was sure you'd be the pretend it never happened type or the ugh, make me do a crossword type. You were sure, huh? So you, you've been thinking about my pillow talk. Off and on. It's not my fault. You've just been around so long with your face and your, you know, general vibe. You're not what I thought you'd be like either. What did you think I'd be like? Well, I figured you would have gone out for a pack of cigarettes by now, and that the next thing I heard from you would be hmm, a live from the telescope exclusive. I'd say you shouldn't believe what you hear, but that is 100% ripped from the headlines, yes. This is different. This is not that. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured that this isn't that for me either obviously i mean it wouldn't be i'm serious about people i not that you're not i oh i mean do what you want obviously but that that's not what i do i guess i didn't think this would happen at all or with me with you why not I don't wear those pants for just anyone. Where are my pants, by the way? I think they're still in the living room. <laughs> Great. Cool. What I'm saying is, at some point, I started dressing for you, and I'm glad it wasn't for nothing. You were dressing for me? You were in a shop? You, you picked out pants? You stopped? You thought, Jane would like these pants? <laughs> what else did you pick out with me in mind? I'm sorry. I think my brain just short-circuited. Why are we not in my apartment? <laughs> Well, sorry to disappoint, but I didn't buy my cardigan with you in mind. You're not allowed to steal it, by the way. I remember what you're like. In my defense, it was clearly, like, the most comfortable sweater that has ever existed. And it was just out in the open, hanging off the back of a chair, like, please take me home with you. And my room was draftier than yours. You were drowning in that sweater. It had Jane Gonzalez Summer Sciences printed on the back of it. And you kept making up excuses to not give it back to me when I'd run into you in public. Ugh, the team gave me so much shit. They knew it wasn't mine, but they saw that summer sciences thing, and they were all, didn't know you were a nerd, stuff like that. Plus, they thought they thought you gave it to me to wear. It smelled like you. I know they thought that. That was the fall I broke up with Lupe, and you wore it as a dress to a lawn party with knee-high boots. You remember the boots? I remember the boots. I didn't see you there. I had no idea. There was other stuff going on. I think that was maybe the week before I dropped out. Week of, maybe. I remember putting on that outfit and thinking it would be one of the last times I wasn't wearing a uniform. You never gave it back? I was going to. At some point. I actually had this elaborate ransom planned. But in the end, I didn't because, well, I left and... Before I left, when I came to tell you to say goodbye, I was going to tell you both at once, but you weren't there, and Evelyn was mad, and you know what happened then. He and I fought, we broke up, I left. Cardigan got lost somewhere between basic training and my first ship. Right. 
Right, I, I remember that. You didn't say goodbye. You were just gone. Evelyn didn't mention the cardigan. Yeah, well, you know how he was about clothes. Did he ever tell you the story about the purple leggings? No. Well, it was a good one. I need some water. Do you want some water? Sure. I think I just gave the neighbor across the way quite a show. I have literally never seen anyone over there. And now, bam, hello. That's a memorable introduction. Yeah, here. So, um, I've been thinking, um... Blanc decided to talk to me for a reason. I- I'm sure he liked the money, but I-, I don't think it was just for the money. If you're right, and it was a cheap ploy to get me to go back to Cassandra, do, do you think that's what the Crown's plan is? Because I didn't actually think they'd want me back after everything. I I, I think a quiet assassination made to look like an accident would be more their style. I guess I really shouldn't have been alone with Blanc, but I really wasn't thinking about that at the time, and so I just really... Um... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I know this is really important stuff, but... I'm naked right now, and it's just store policy that I don't talk or think about Agent Blanc while I'm naked. I would be delighted to talk about this later. We definitely should, but not right now. Right now, I think, actually, come here. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Nope, this is, you're all tensed up. Let's lie back down. Over here. I'm an excellent big spoon. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, I'm kind of in my own head. You can you can tell that. Um hmm. What were we talking about before? I, I could turn the radio back on. Yeah. Actually wait. No. Sorry. I'm not good at this part. Evelyn was really good at talking about feelings, and it hasn't really come up since, but clearly... Uh, I don't want to talk about Evelyn. Sorry. Sorry? No, I mean, don't apologize. Another reason I wish we were in my apartment is... Doesn't this kind of feel like a bubble to you? Like, what happens now? Does this change everything? No, it doesn't change anything. I mean, what would it change? You still work for the Crown. I know the only thing waiting for me on Cassandra is a cell with better security than last time. I'm, I mean, wanting it to change isn't anything. We have to live in reality. Then let me go on record and say that reality sucks and I want a do-over. No, yeah, you're right. I get my orders any second now. I want to get my orders. Right. This was a terrible idea. 
stupid. It was not a terrible idea. Ideal circumstances? No, definitely not. But I've wanted something like this to happen for a very long time, and I'm glad it did. I'm glad you came here. I... I should go. It's a long flight back to Campania. Is that what you really want? I... Want to pull the covers over my head and let the mattress physically swallow me up? Is that an option? I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like what I want matters. Matters. Mattered. I don't remember who it was who said this. Maybe it was a drill sergeant I had once, but it's possible to break up time into bite sized chunks. Like, be here now kind of shit. I've never been very good at it, but right now I'm not trying to wish away time. Maybe your become one with the mattress idea is a good one. I can think of some other options. So these are the choices? Compartmentalization or resignation? See, you, you, you're you good at just thinking about one thing at a time. I can't always do that. <sighs> How about now? It's, it's not that easy. But what if I could make it that... It can be that easy right now. Bad idea on top of a bad idea. Very Sophie Green. If you're already getting pulled over for speeding. <sighs> I guess I don't want to wait in the station all night. The next two hours are either obscenities or snoring, ma'am. Yes, I'm still on site. Green left at 0400, taking her belongings, such as they are, along for the ride. Gonzalez is still at site A, dead to the world, but I still don't think extraction is a good idea at this time. She's got a flight at 0600, and the ASD is already getting antsy having her out of the capital. Don't worry. We'll get her. Thank you for listening to the Pasithea Powder. This was episode 16, Bad Idea. Tune in next time to see whether what happens in Faria stays in Faria. Captain Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedman. Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly Ogin. And Jackie Andrews was the bee-stung Eleanor Lopez. Colin Killick was Michael Blanc. Narration by those pictures you still haven't framed. Original music by Annie Moriondo, including the hit single Marianne, available at anniemoriondo.bandcamp. If you've enjoyed our little story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Pasithea Powder or on our website, PasitheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. To help us do what we do best, please consider becoming a patron. For bonus content and to support production costs, find us on Patreon, or to make a one-time donation, visit our Ko-fi. The Pasithea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Dr. Gonzalez and Captain Green will return in episode 16 Happy birthday, Lieutenant Green.
I opened my eyes as we faced the soldiers. And obviously they started shooting, but not once did I feel worried. I knew, I knew something would protect me. And in an instant, a sphere deployed itself around me, almost invisible if it weren't for the veins that ran through it, pulsating an echo with my own heartbeat. And I looked at its swirls on the surface, its, its texture, and I realized... I broke into a nervous smile, and the crowd went wild. They all loved me, praised me, venerated me, and it felt good. So good. I tried to spin, a wink, and in a second I was gone. And whoever that girl was, in that moment she drove them all mad. I didn't ask any more questions. I, I didn't say anything else at all. I took the gun, I deployed my wings, and I got the fuck away from there. I did look back though, just once. I think she was smiling at me. Blood magic, voodoo magic, old gods, new gods, we've got it all. Follow the story of misfits from all over the world as they try to survive and protect their heritage. This is Desperado.